This is the Adirondack Books and Beyond podcast. Here we go. Oh, what a hog! <laughs> Take him, Corey. Got a boy. All right, guys, welcome back to the Adirondack Bucks and Beyond podcast. We're uh, coming at you live uh, from Virginia. We uh, took the eight and a half hour drive yesterday, made it down here, and did some hunting today, and uh, got some pretty good stories probably from today. Good, we, uh, good day. We all, we all got on some birds, and I'll just kind of tell you how we went about it and what we're planning on doing tomorrow. So. I just want to say, man, what's happening, y'all? <laughs> man, it is good to be in the south. Yeah, man, I'm in southern brand. Man, I'm enjoying myself down here. And <laughs> just enjoying that southern hospitality, and I think I just might bring this home with me. <laughs> Dude, it is. Well, I, I reckon that's a good idea, my friend. <laughs> yeah, it, it's addicting, man. Okay, it is. Well, we've been the entire time we've been down here. We well let's let's rewind to last year in Tennessee. We went to Tennessee and we just noticed that everywhere we were going, we were talking with a southern accent. Yeah. And it wasn't even like we were picking on them or anything. It sure. was just because everyone does it. No, it feels weird, man. <laughs> we go up to the counter there and she says, "Man, how y'all doing?" You go, "Oh, good morning." <laughs> no, 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 no. I mean, uh, good morning. <laughs> yeah, good morning, ma'am. It's yeah. nice to meet you. No, no I don't oh, talk. I'm not. Got, I'm you not, guys are from New York. Yeah, I'm not talking to people like that. Or, talking to people down here like that but it is fun to do and you just kind of naturally start falling into it, i swear it's like yeah. in the air down here yeah no it's just a just a good place everyone's so friendly people are so nice down here mm-hmm. but brad and Corey, let's get into your morning let's tell let's tell the people well, let's about talk it. about virginia first because yeah. this is my first time okay. ever down here this is your guys' only real uh, it was like the second day Our first true experience we yeah. were only here for a half day last yeah. year I, I haven't made it out of new york much over the years to to haunt and uh man it's beautiful down here it's completely different from new york as far as uh the lay of the land it's flat um everything goes down it seems around here instead of Mm -hmm. up it's all about draws and finger ridges and things like that and like i said earlier very gradual everything's so gradual i would say the uh i'd say the foliage right now is about late spring for us in new york Mm-hmm. Yep. As far yeah. as what it looks like. Yeah. And uh, yeah, man, it's cool down here. And I don't see this being our, our last trip, most likely. Um, and I know I've talked in podcasts, in the, or at least one in the past, that I did not enjoy myself in Massachusetts last year when we went down ahead of our New York season. It just wasn't happening down there at all. Mm-hmm. Felt completely out of the game. Um, but we had a really good first morning today. There's awesome. birds gobbling everywhere. Oh, my awesome, gosh. Awesome, awesome, awesome first morning. Yeah. Honestly, I like. I thought last year it might have been a fluke or something when we just stopped in here for the morning and had all those birds gobbling, but I think it's proven that it's not a fluke. I think there's just a lot of birds here. Me personally, I think I came into it with like low expectations, and Brad and I are sitting in the first spot that we kind of pulled off into, and uh, you know, in a matter of no time, the first bit of gray light, birds started twisting off. I'm like, okay, we might be on to something, and then it only got increasingly better as the morning went on. Yeah, and we got one vehicle down here, so, you know, it... it it was a little, uh, you know, we were a little uneasy going in that we tried to roost birds last night. Bailey got one bird to answer them, um, but we had done that all over what what is a very large piece of property here. Um, so we are kind of nervous, like we can't just jump back in the truck if it's not happening here and there wasn't really any birds gobbling last night. Though we 
been told by some guys that have spent actually the Harrington boys that were on the the last podcast actually that it probably wouldn't be good for trying to roost birds down here um but man this morning once we got out of the truck and spent some time listening birds were just tearing it up there was a lot of turkeys i mean at one point it was oh sorry adam i didn't mean to cut you off i was just gonna say it was like at one point we were literally surrounded in every single direction by a gobbling bird yeah no we joked we were telling adam and bailey when we all kind of reconvened after the hunt this morning because they hunted bailey and adam hunted together then me and Corey hunted together and we were telling them we were joking but pretty serious that me and Corey looked at each other at one point right as the sun was coming up and all these turkeys were gobbling we literally didn't know where to go or what to do <laughs> we kind of shrugged just, at each other yeah there's like too many options <laughs> that's a good problem to have yeah. the, the birds are definitely pocketed down here it's kind of a lot like like finding doe groups up north you can find them but you got to work a little bit for them and when you when you find that pocket man they're in there yeah they are in there oh yeah oh yeah uh, that that temperature change this morning Boy, that was something, huh? That yeah. was. That was pretty amazing. I 34 mean, it, degrees when we when we hopped in the truck and damn near 70 by the time we, we called it quits there this, after, this morning. By yeah. about mid-morning, I'm like, I need to start shedding. Yeah. Yeah. We, we were looking forward to the sun coming up because we were pretty freaking cold. Yep. I had a I had a neck gaiter on. I usually wear it during deer season, and I had a, a beanie on over top of my ball cap. It was cold. Uh-oh. We got a fire going in front of us here at camp, and Bailey's trying to get it back going. We kind of lost our flame. Man, come on with it one time. Get so, that thing going. So with that being said, so you were talking about the draws and whatnot. There's not as much terrain as we deal with at home. Nothing super steep. But it was funny, like the first bit of terrain that Brad and I came into this morning, it was like, okay, there's turkeys here. Like, A, you had the feeling. Mm-hmm. You, you know, you had the thought, okay, there's turkeys here. You look down, they're scratching on the ground. Next thing you know, there's birds right out in front yeah. of us. It's like they gravitate to that little bit of terrain, something that we take from at home, and you can apply it here, I feel like. Mm-hmm. And it's hard to pinpoint. Um, Adam, it might be easier for me to see without that light on, brother. Okay. Um, you're getting it live, folks. You had a headlamp on. Um, another thing that you don't really ever run into until you start hunting public land like this outside of the comforts of your own farms and stuff that we're used to hunting back home is it's hard to figure out where a bird is gobbling from. It's really not as obvious as you might think. It's different when a bird's gobbling in the same cornfield that you've been hunting for the last 10 years and you're pretty sure exactly how you can go about trying to kill him. Um, but down here with all these draws and these open, they they... Uh, log a lot down here they cut all their their big uh, pine thickets and stuff so it's really difficult to, to pinpoint exactly where a bird's gobbling from which is uh, going to take a little practice to figure out how all that goes i was skeptical driving around last night and thinking back to what we saw last year as to whether or not the birds were actually using the cuts that they had here and we look at some of them i mean even one that we saw tonight super thick super overgrown probably not a turkey in there but with that being said the ones that are more um you know open ground with more grass component to it versus the you know thick dense pines that are you know stacked a foot apart we saw today the birds were out in it most of the morning they were they happened to be out there and picking bugs we assume they're out there gobbling um that was pretty cool to see yeah we we assume that the state is the one that handles these cuts down here because it's on state property and uh it looks like they do a really nice job of of um planning out how they they cut their pine timber down here all the roads are really well maintained i mean i would assume that it helps that they don't get much of a winter down here as far as snow and and all that uh, because the roads really stay together nicely yeah Um, but it's just nice to see a state that 
put some work into their public lands. It seems like our public lands back home really don't just they don't get touched. They basically they don't even shake a stick at. No, nah, they just get here, labeled honestly. public land, which is great. I'm not complaining about that. But this state goes another step further, and they manage the lands for the habitat, and you can you can see how that helps down here. I, I mean, I've told everybody I've ran into that just based off last year when we were hunting over last there. Um, actually on the same parcel that we're hunting now um that it literally looks like a real tree river bottom or, or like anywhere you go in there it looks like something yeah. you and you said it today where you guys were it, yeah, just it looks, looks like, like Mike, a, it looks like michael waddle's real tree road trips yeah, you got you literally, literally got red dirt mm -hmm. logging roads red with, dirt southern pines yeah with pines on each <laughs> yeah. long leaf pine on each side and it just looks like there should be a dandy tom strutting down through yeah Yep, so it's it's beautiful. We're loving it, but it's been nice to see sign and we're driving around. I mean, just riding roads the last two nights. I mean, we're finding tracks just in parking areas right off the roads where everybody's hunting out of during the day. So I mean, birds are using it very frequently, yep. and that's just what we can see. And it's funny what you guys what you pick up when you when you travel out of state for hunts and stuff. Like I, I'm going to keep referring to last year, but we uh, we had come down here from Tennessee. We stopped in for the day, and we ran into a farm boy pull up to a farmer's house and we're like where are the birds around here because we're checking all the fields around here last year and we're like there's got to be birds but we're not seeing any and the guy's like nope they're not out in the fields they're in the timber and we're like nah, they're not over there they're over there in the timber yeah, that's, that's <laughs> more like how he said it and uh, we're like oh okay so we found we found where we're at now and went in there and he was not wrong there was birds in there and we we got damn close to killing one the one day we were here last year and now we're back in the same spot and but if you, you look guys... at a lot of the fields that we've seen a lot of them even though that's beautiful green growth that we can see to the naked eye there's not a lot of places for a you know a hen just pick a hen you know to go out in the middle of that and bug around yep. she can't even see the ground because the thatch right. is so yeah, thick we, and that stuff i mean we just saw our first cornfield tonight and <laughs> yeah, that was good point yeah. yeah like oh my god a cornfield yeah, yeah. Yeah, this is uh this is not dairy country down here, and it's not crop country either. It's a lot of beef, uh, a lot of beef farms down here, and uh, what I assume are either they're either long chicken barns or they're hog barns. I can't tell. I can't see what's inside of them. Mm -hmm. About the same size though, from what I kind of understand about hog and chicken barns. But um, so yeah, that's different. It's all green fields. There's really no corn down here. Nope. Um, yep. So that's that's interesting, and, and the fields aren't huge either. If you see a thirty or forty acre field, that's a pretty big no, field. No, but from the cuts we've seen. No, but the cuts are the huge. Cuts are Some huge. of the cuts are the cuts huge. huge. What tonight we saw that one that you guys were assuming was probably like hundred acre cut, right? I no, said no, hundred, but that was more. probably grossly you underestimated. Yeah, I think that's closer to two two fifty. Oh my god, that's a monster. Yeah. I mean, but, if you look at it, it, spans several finger ridges. You know, yeah. if, it, if the timber was still standing, so yeah, it's a pretty good size. Just How different. about you and Adam? Yeah. Well, did you guys did you guys tell about? We didn't tell the stories. That's, they're pretty funny. We'll save them for the end. Okay. Yeah, I'd, I'd like to say quick one thing that that we came into in back back to Virginia knowing or had an idea of was if we can find a good mix between the topo the topography being those little finger ridges and those little hollers. We, the other thing was water. Yeah, I've made. If we found honestly, moving water, we were gonna. Creek bottoms. If we found a good nut tree with water and some sort of topography, it was a darn good place to get started. Mm -hmm. And um, Bailey and I, actually, after having that one roost last night and hunting public land, we didn't get up as early as we probably should have, and we got burned. Um, we rolled up, and there was a dude who had been there since three o'clock. He said, and we decided, you know what? You beat us here. It's all yours. 
and we kept moving and we re- we went to went back got a cup of coffee reset yeah we, we did said, get a cup of coffee and we said we're gonna <laughs> without you guys yep. thanks rub it in <laughs> <laughs> so we end up uh, hitting the roads and uh just every spot we stopped there we'd find a bird at you know looking at on x or on stand and we'd find we'd find looking at the map a good spot we'd hop out listen sure enough a go- there'd be a gobbler firing off okay cool we go down the road a little bit further 20 yards whatever there's a truck yeah that happened so two or three times we so had I... to get away from the pressure i mean it is it, it, it was opening the monday monday after the opener you know it's still all the locals are still getting hot to trot so um we took off to a different piece on this property and and uh we found water and topography and uh we decided you know what we'll go for a walk Bailey? Yeah, well, I mean, well, I'll just go back to what exactly it was. When I was looking on the map, I, like I said, I was focusing on the creek bottoms, and then I was kind of expanding out from there. So I was looking at the creek bottom and seeing kind of what was surrounding it, and it was interesting because right next to this uh, creek bottom, there was a lake, and uh, right off the, it'd be like the northeast side of the lake, there was a long finger that ran down right above the creek, and uh, we end up just kind of moseying our way that way, and sure enough we had a gobbler fire off right on one of the benches oh he loved that, that wing finger. bone <laughs> yeah adam was ripping the ripping the wing bone and he started firing off and we set up on him first time we set up on him he was probably 300 yards away and uh he was just gobbling gobbling standing in the same spot so then Evan and i kind of it's hard to explain without showing you guys my hands but <laughs> he, he was just definitely he was definitely just he, he'd gobble in one spot work off to the to the left or right, hundred yards or so, he'd gobble off again. And at one point, a hen, hen started yelling back at me, telling me to get out of here, drag it. And uh, so we knew then that yeah, he is with he's with a hen. He's probably not going to move. So we thought, eh, we'll reposition and he established that yep. he, that imaginary. We, we line. weren't we weren't in a great spot either. I mean, first off, he had to cross that creek, and I he just wasn't going to do that. I just had that feeling so. We decided if we could get up above him, we had to back out and kind of work around back down to the east and um, went down and crossed that creek and then got up on top up on top of him. And uh, we were going to try to see if we could wait him out, but he never left that hand. No, he ended up he ended up gobbling a couple more times. By the time we, we had closed the gap, I mean, we were within yeah. 100 yards of him at one point, and uh, he let off one last one last gobble and then he just went quiet because there was a couple hens on there so he's got he went off of them i think but i think we're gonna go back in there in the morning i don't yeah, we haven't really talked about it but i think that's i'd like to get back down in there i think if we can get down down in that bottom and just wait him out we ain't got to talk a lot i think he's gonna get right back down there again right place right time yep that's yep. right Brad and I had a very eventful morning outside of even what we talked about with the gobbling. Yeah, the gobbling was unbelievable. Yeah, wow. We didn't get many turkeys on film today, but we did get a hell of a lot of gobbling yeah, on yeah, film. We had a hell of a lot of fun. And actually, man. I'm in the process of editing this video right now, so hopefully it'll be out within the next day I'm or two. I'm scared for Bailey to look at the, uh, the filming I did too. <laughs> a lot of, it's going to be a lot of my backside I'll crawling. I'll give a preview at one well, point. Man, I'll, I'll just say this. I was just happy to see my camera come back in one piece. So. <laughs> I will say at one point, I'm sitting there we're probably you know two hours into the hunt whatever and i'm like oh look at that a woodpecker flying in 
So here I am. I'm panning on the wall. I'm like, I think he's right here in this tree wall. Doesn't the son of, a, son of a gun take flight and he go right over my head? Stupid me. You know, we're working birds. And I'm like, oh, look at that. And I'm panning him straight up above my head like this. I'm it's sure. going to be a heck of a I'm shot. I'm sure Brad was it. loving that. I didn't see any no, of that. Thankfully, he was he about 25 yards ahead of me. I'm like, what am I doing right now? <laughs> oh, God. That's uh, part of the fun, though. It was fun. That was yeah, a great you guys, day. You guys... We're just on them all day. Yeah. We're on them all day long and had some funny stories. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) From the first day. Yeah. 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 We started off on uh, a bird that was on the same side of the road that we had initially walked in on, only, you know, 200 yards or so. And we pretty much agreed that he was a jake because he sounded like a clown down in there. He just, fooled he us did. at first, though. Yeah, he did. He did. Then when we got closer, or closer, you could just tell that he was a juvenile gobbler. So uh, we backed down, went back across the road where there was at least two, if not three other birds gobbling. But they sounded pretty deep. Um, so we made our way down in there. We weren't calling or anything. And, uh, well, I guess we were. I probably yelped a couple times in the box call. Yeah, not much. Just to, a little yeah, bit. I'm trying to make a timeline in my head. But... Um, it was beautiful down in there, oh. wide open hardwoods with a with a nice creek running down through it, and uh, the birds kept talking on their own. They weren't responding to the call at that point, so we got up onto a, a nice flat bench that kind of fed back down into that creek we had come out of, and it was right on the edge of a cut, and uh, that's where all the birds were. They were, they were kind of out in the cut, and they were kind of out into some pines that that were out in the middle of the cut. There were, there was basically two cuts with a row of pines that separated them. It was like a a buffer between the the two cuts. Right, and initially we didn't know that the second cut was just up above the first one, right. and it happened to be, well, it leads into the later story. Yeah, but. yeah. So, anyways, we we messed with those birds for a while. There was definitely a Tom in that group because he had a real nice gobble, and you could you, he had some Jakes with him too because the Jakes were yelping and the Jakes were gobbling. And they just didn't sound anything like him. And uh, we did a lot of scratching because it's super dry here right now. Yeah, they you, haven't had rain in a When you scratch, while. there's like without a doubt those yeah. birds are hearing that from a ways Oh yeah, away. it was money. They were answering it. Yeah. They liked that. Um, so anyways, we messed around with those birds for a while. They were clearly working off, and we couldn't get any closer without pushing it too far. So we were just uh, hanging out for a while, just enjoying really, the morning. It, to backtrack a little bit, you did a great job of closing the gap there. So it was it was beautiful. We started back. I mean this cut that brad's talking about originally i'd say we were you know 150 200 yards back from it mm-hmm. where you started engaging them you know you'd call they'd answer we'd wait right. see what happened right. brad would you know would wait till they shut up close the gap 10 15 20 yards call again they'd answer sit wait and then he just kept doing that progressively till you ended up working out to the edge of that finger mm-hmm. then jutted out into the middle of that sure if they were there cut. we should have been able to see them but if they were there we they had perfect they had kind of worked off at that point um but yes, you were I done made a stalk on many a hayfield bird, so I got I'm pretty good at creeping and crawling. <laughs> pretty good at creeping and crawling <laughs> up hedgerows. Yep. Good luck seeing them in there. Yeah, I know. Yep. So uh so those birds worked off and honestly, me and Corey were just enjoying the morning. It was beautiful. You know, not at work. We work some pretty you know, our jobs take a toll and we don't get away a lot and this is our time of year, so we were truly just enjoying the morning. It was absolutely beautiful. If there was ever a place for a bird to you know, work in the hardwoods. We were sitting in it, and uh, while we were talking, we actually had a had two jakes come right up and on us. We were mid conversation, and I just happened to be looking right where they were coming. There was a bird, like they usually do, out of thin air. There's just a turkey standing there, looking right at us, doing the telescope. And then I could see he's got a red head, and uh, he didn't red. he didn't catch us. 
And uh, he came in close. He came in to about 40 yards. He had, you know, like a two-inch beard on him. And he had a buddy with him that looked about the same. So uh, so they worked off, and it was probably about 9.45. Yeah, 9.45 yeah, at that point. And uh, we decided we were going to circle way out and around, try and do a big, you know, half moon and get out in front of the, that group of birds that worked off on us. So uh, we were just kind of doing some exploring, just going through those big hardwoods, and we came out to some really beautiful... Uh, they're not logging roads. I mean, they're roads they're that just you can't too, drive a vehicle on. I'm imagining what these things yeah, are. Yeah, you'll head. see them because you. I'm telling you, you're going to be in there at some point because it, it looks money in there. Yeah. And there was there was sign in there. They're two tracks, but they're not for vehicles. At some point in time, vehicles have traveled them. But uh, right. anyways, they're just they're not washed out. They're really nice. There's there's green grass growing. Just seems like the type of place a turkey would want to hang out, especially if the hens are just milling along, picking, mm-hmm. and he's just strutting, you know, doing his circles out there with them. But uh, we did a big half C and got way up above them, above both the cuts. And uh, so now we're, we should be on the other side of these birds. And the whole time I've been periodically stopping and yelping on my box. And the birds, well, I guess we got one answer once. We but heard one gobble right off the bat. Yeah, overall they were pretty much done at that point. They weren't they weren't really playing the game anymore. But uh, we got, we so we decided we're going to walk, we're at, we're at the top of the cut now. We decided we're going to take a road that goes right through both cuts. We're going to walk right back to where we had just came from. We're going to head out to the truck because it's working on 11 at that point. You can only hunt till noon here. And uh, so I got up on top of a, a collection of logs out in the middle of that cut because I could just stand on top of them and I was going to look. And yep. I didn't see anything, but while I'm up there, I'm like, oh, what the heck, I'll yelp on my box one more time nothing so we're we're like committed to being done at this point we're shooting the crap and totally lollygagging we're walking down this road down this cut and i stopped because i thought i could hear something moving in that pine buffer between the two cuts which was about 80 yards out in front of us and uh i what i heard was not out in the cuts because it was <laughs> what i heard was in the other log pile that was about five yards well 10 yards to Corey's left and yeah so mind you i'm trailing brad with the camera at this point again lollygagging not paying any attention we're shooting the breeze and <laughs> i i hear something myself it was after brad had heard what he thought was a bird out in front of him and i look to my left and as instantaneously when i look to my left i see the telescoping head <laughs> and it was on from there honestly if you never moved you, pr- you guys probably would have walked right by him then right yeah so what i heard was not something down in that pine buffer it was him kind of readjusting his feet probably inside of that that <laughs> pile of logs there because he was getting ready to bust out of there <laughs> And he did, and it was a dandy Tom, and he came <laughs> right up out of there, point blank. I mean, it was literally like, uh, it, it literally looked like Duck Hunt on the Nintendo. <laughs> like, here, here he come, pull. He I just was came out. For Brad to shoot and say, go get him, Cora, as I'm the dog. Yeah, I, I took the safety off and shouldered my gun, but I didn't have the heart to do it. It just wasn't, and I don't blame you, you know, it wasn't the shot to take, Mm-mm. and I wouldn't have been happy if I if I heard him. So yep. he was a really nice Tom. We clearly got to look at his very nice beard as it dangled, and he flew away. Right, and um, we laughed, and Oh, it was a mixture of being upset and, and laughing because oh, yeah. I mean there was nothing you could do that was a total happenstance that he was in there like that um, but he flew down to that lower cut on the other side of that pine buffer and pretty much where we had just come from so we are hoping tomorrow um, we're going to come down in those cuts not through the woods we're going to come down through those cuts to avoid walking in those leaves and hopefully get just up inside that finger where those two jakes came in because we Good think idea. that's where they were all roosted this morning I worked agree, out of that cut and uh, yeah, we'll see what happens, man. Yeah, I, that, that's probably a problem we're going to run into tomorrow, honestly. I didn't even think of yeah. that. We want to stay out we're of gonna, the woods, man. It's too loud. We're going to yeah. try to get in there a little earlier, though, I think, pal. Yeah, but I mean, we can 
I, I'm just like he said. I'd be worried about the leaves. Well, you guys so skirt the, the creek bank though, and and yeah, no, some of that, couldn't you? Yeah. There we go. I mean, it's sandy and rocky, and versus being super crunchy. And it's actually pretty. It's there's hardly any rock. It's all sand, and it's actually freaking deep. Is it really? It is. Yeah. yeah. Okay. But I, I didn't I'm get a saying good look like, at it. like the last the last 200 yards of where we. I mean, because what I'm thinking of doing in the morning, I don't know. It's up to you. You're the one with the gun in your hands. But I was thinking of getting back up on that finger. We could do that. Yeah. We'll talk about it. We'll talk. I, I told Corey our we'll plan. See. I think our plan for tomorrow is. I, I sometimes I try to think as if I'm hunting by myself because when we yeah. all hunt as partners, you start to try and want to be d- democratic the whole time. Oh yeah. And sometimes it's it's okay to, like Corey's running the camera, so it's okay that if I make a couple decisions that are more how I think I would do it if I was hunting. I thought right. to myself, if tomorrow doesn't work, and I told Corey this, if tomorrow doesn't work, then on day three, if if they're all in there tomorrow and it just doesn't work as far as I was killing them, but they're still in there, then day three is going to be not committing to going in to a spot in the dark and sitting down and all that. Right. It's going to be get in close enough where we can make a move on them. We're going to let them get down and do their thing, and then it's our turn to start playing right. cat and mouse. Mm-hmm. You know, so, Beat yeah. to a spot. And that's definitely a page right out of the handbook of hunting field birds yeah. you know, back home. So Yeah, I see. I, I'm just aggressive, Adam. Yeah, I'm just, I, I'm I, just afraid they're roosting up there. That's I don't that's pretty much the high point, and I don't know. I'm trying not to bust them out like that. Yeah. So early in our hunt, you know? That, that brush bird was a first for me. That was unbelievable. <laughs> I still, still, stuck I on still so bird. hung up on that because yeah. it startled me, first of yeah. all. Oh. Second of all, the fact that he hid in there. Like, he clearly yep. saw us at one point. Like, he must have seen yeah. us coming down that, that road. Yeah. And he decided, instead of running off through the tall grass where we never, never would have seen him, taking flight much longer before we, we ever got even close to him, he hunkered down in there hoping that we would just disappear. And yeah. That, yeah. that is not what happened. Instead, he went full water ball. And yeah, we, we were joking, too. We were like, we were surprised he wasn't cooked like an oven in there because out in those cuts with that, oh, that grass, yeah. down on that it. grass acts like a thermal... Um, I don't even like sucks a, all the the warm air in. It, it was it. so hot really? walking yeah. walking out through that cut, and then once he got himself like down inside of those logs, he must have been smoking hot down in that thing. He was probably dying to we get out of there. We expected to find gravy and stuffing in there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was warm. It was really hot out there. It yeah, was. Yeah, it was warm. But that's why that that's one. why those critters like during the colder months they like to bed out in that stuff because it's it's literally like uh, insulation. Yep. Mm-hmm. You know, huh. Does well with the heat. Surprisingly, like we already talked about, though, surprisingly open in there. I did not expect it to be that. As far as meandering through the grasses and stuff, like it was more open in between all that than I thought it was going to be. Yeah, describe the cuts, Bill. Describe the cuts. Yeah, try to describe the cuts. Because I feel like people are probably like thinking vast, clear cut that's just yeah, got a no, mess all like over it. It's not like something you would look like in New Hampshire or something no, like that. No, it's cleaned it's up. It's nothing like that. It's, it's a, a very, very, tan, very clean reed grass. Is what's it's like, like sawgrass almost. It's almost yeah, like yeah, sawgrass. It, does, it looks. It looks exactly like sawgrass. That's what I. What but I, it's but it's the color of like wheat it, at harvest. Yeah, right. harvest wheat or, or yeah. And it's probably what golden soybeans when they turn that color. Probably hip height. Right, probably like hip height. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would say so. And so then it, it's all mixed in with um, pine seedlings. Right. Yep. 
yep. that are about the same height. And the birds, when the birds go in there, they just disappear. Yeah. You'd never be able to see them in a sure. million years. For, tur- for deer, I don't know what it really offers, but for turkeys, I'm sure it's bugging city out there. Uh, we're, so, we're talking about, there's no, we haven't seen any deer. We've seen deer tracks, and last year when we were coming down here, we saw a bunch of deer at, at night, but we haven't seen any deer during the day down here. Just, and just and for all out. our New York guys, these deer down here have little hooves. Oh, my God. Oh, oh tiny, they tiny. They look like fawn tracks. Oh, <laughs> I looked at one, I'm like, I think that's a buck track, but oh, my God. <laughs> They're skinny. They're skinny, too. They are mm-hmm. tiny. Yep. I cannot believe it. But... Yeah, so we're having we're having fun out here. This has been it was a blast. If, if the rest so of the trip relaxing. is no good, we have, we've literally laughed yeah. since the moment we got in the truck. Yeah, and we're still going. We're still <laughs> laughing about every at least five ten minutes about something stupid. Yeah, it, it's great just to get away, and I love coming out of state and doing this kind of thing. And and it's fun, like you said earlier. It's such a challenge. Like it's just such a challenge. Like coming onto a piece of land that you have no idea yeah. what you're walking into at all. Well, like you guys had the added element to it too with the hunting pressure, Brad. And with I did, the hunting pressure, yeah, didn't you guys deal with didn't that experience, today, but we thankfully. we literally ran into. Oh my god, I don't know. There's probably at least six or seven trucks like, we ran into today, and a couple into. people. And it just made it really difficult. So when we did get on that bird today, it was really rewarding. But then on the way out, we ran into another guy. Who was yep. like probably sitting 500 yards just away from old us? Just an old timer, just sitting there sucking on a trumpet call. <laughs> Sounded way too perfect to be a turkey. Yeah. After I stopped, I looked at him. I'm like, and I was like, "There's no way I was a turkey." I'm like, "Ah, I don't know. I have no idea what that was." And I see the guy waving his hat in the air. I was like, "I oh. see you, buddy. I I heard you from a ways yeah, away." Yeah, I got a little fired up there oh. for a second. I I see ya. I, <laughs> I see ya. I see ya. Put your hand down. Drag it. Listen, get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> to no fault of the gentleman that you guys ran into this morning, but why don't you tell the story about the guy you ran into this morning? Oh, yeah. <laughs> this, is, this is funny. I'll tell this one. Do you say it or you want to say it? I'll, I'll tell this one because I was talking to him. So Adam and I pull up on this guy because he was right, like literally the exact spot where yeah, we wanted he was, to walk he parked in this morning. Right exactly because we, we roosted that bird last night and. Um, so we pull in there, and it's him and his like son or little little kid. A little, little tight. I don't he know. A, I, he had a younger kid yeah. with him. And uh, hey, how's it going? You guys, you guys hearing any birds shooting off over here? And he's like, No, no, I haven't heard anything. And I'm like, Oh, okay, yeah. I mean, that's where I, we had a bird. We roosted a bird like right here last night. Like he's right here. <laughs> Well, yeah, about 13 seconds ago, I actually heard the birds. <laughs> oh, weirdest thing. That's crazy. We're being so loud. Oh, yeah, we're at a campsite, but I had to take my headphones off to hear how loud our volume is. We are yelling in this campground right now. They can hear us clear across the lake. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, the guy, it was just hilarious because I knew yeah. the bird was right there. I knew he yeah, was. You know what, man? Matter of fact, about 13 seconds ago. That's what he said. 13, did he not say he that? He said <laughs> 13 seconds ago. He's like, no, I haven't heard anything. Meanwhile, his clock's running yeah. on his watch. <laughs> and, then, and then sure enough, we get up, we go up and around, and I literally hoot down into there once, and the bird just fires off. And like, oh, my God. <laughs> I like, Let's Bailey, get out of here. I told Bailey, I said, Bailey, you're lucky you're with me, buddy, because if he lied to me to my face like that, I would have slipped on the backside of that ridge, boy. I would have called that frigger right up. <laughs> yeah. Adam's like, we're in the truck. Adam's like, well... I mean, 
there's there's not that. I mean, we have quite a bit of room, right? Like, we can slip in there. Like, no. I just don't like liars, man. I don't care. I was going to give you room if you told me the truth. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's hilarious. I got a good kick out of that. Yeah, I, it, I was, that. it was funny. It was funny. Oh, overall, though, there, you guys did see a lot of people, but I don't know. Maybe it's just our experience, but I don't feel like the pressure is terrible, though. We've been road riding a lot. We're not running into a lot of other hunters out there. And clearly it's not affecting We're not seeing a lot of trucks parked in, in places um, on the other pieces that, that you guys anyways I think out. those other pieces are going to be money. I, I, yeah. think, I think part of the reason, like we talked about earlier, was with this one parcel that we really focused in on, it's the biggest piece of one of the base pieces, yeah. multiple pieces of the whole thing. Right. It's all it's all different chunks. So it's everybody's all one part. attracted to the big part. Yeah, everyone's like, oh, the biggest piece there. Yeah, I'll go there. Mm-hmm. You know, everybody went there. Everyone yeah, had the same fa- train of thought. We found quite a few tracks and stuff today, and a uh, little farther north, I, it would be north, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So northeast. Yeah. Northeast. We found quite a, quite a bit of tracks and stuff up there, and definitely some habitat that some birds would be in. So that'd be interesting to take a walk in there. That's the other thing I, I was telling these guys. Like I'm so I I feel like I've gotten in a habit, a bad habit over the past few years of riding roads, like just wanting to stay in the truck and wanting to hear a bird gobble right from the road. And I told Adam, I looked at Adam today, I said. We have to get out of this truck. We have to get out of the truck or it's nothing's going to happen. We can't kill a bird from inside here. So I'm glad we ended up, and you said the same thing. Like, we, oh, know, yeah. we need I to mean, go for a walk. I, when you're like us and we got multiple pieces we can hunt within a half hour of each other, and you can, you know, oh, they're not hot right here, so uh, I'll take a ride. You know, that's convenient and all, but when you come into something like this, you kind of got to, you know, like you guys did, you kind of threw the anchor out and worked worked the whole property today and honestly and honestly we were fortunate that you know a lot of people i mean you you watch all these videos on youtube and stuff like people will go hours before hearing a gobble they'll they'll walk miles before hearing a gobble into a piece like this we walked in there and we stood there for 20 minutes and we end up hearing a gobble you know so we got lucky but i'd say we're very fortunate thus far compared to a lot of people's situations (laughs) i would say so brad what do you think maybe maybe add on uh you know, in Massachusetts compared to here, I think we're pretty fortunate. Oh, my right? God. Yeah, this is awesome. Night and day. Heard of that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Brad was day. not a happy camper in Massachusetts. No, man. That just wasn't enjoyable. The camaraderie was great. Oh, yeah. It's, I know, mean, it's I, always fun. It's always fun. a lot fun. of good memories from that trip for that part of it, but the turkey hunting sucked, to say the least. Man, I'll say it before. I've said it before, and I'll say it again. If anybody ever has a chance to come do something like this, go camping out of state or camping anywhere with some of your best friends, go do it. Yeah. You won't have a better time anywhere. I think we should mention that, too. We're roughing it again, too, like we did during deer season. We're out here with our with our tent that we had, and, and we're out here camping like we used to, and it's just such a blast doing that. It adds a whole different element to it. Yeah, yeah it we, does. It's just so much fun. I'm glad you're having a glad you're having a blast, Brad. We, uh, we talked about it last year, man, when we were in Tennessee. The three of us had a friggin' ball, but have you here too man i've been it's great yeah it's just a freaking blast yeah i appreciate it man we're we do really well as a crew and we always get along so well and just have so much fun and oh gosh like the hardest part sometimes is staying out in the woods because you know like on a slow day because you know how much fun it's going to be back at camp oh, yeah. it's hard not to just <laughs> want to go back yeah. camp. today i mean jesus christ today we're dying laughing i come back and cory puts together a cot <laughs> we have my cot, cot. not at, not at, any cot my cot thank you yeah. <laughs> yeah, we, have, we, we, 
<laughs> that was so loud. Yeah. Um, but, so he puts together Adam's cot and throws it underneath this tiny little spruce tree out. In Beautiful the, shade literally tree. Right out in the open, everyone walking by, driving by, is just seeing this guy sleeping under a cot underneath the tree. Yeah, Listen, sleep- man, you got to make do with what you have. The funniest part is he put the sleeping bag on top of him. He's yeah. laying in the sun in a sleeping bag. But you know what? It just it like took the edge off. Degrees. It took the edge off, all yeah. right? You did look comfy, buddy. I was so comfortable. Too. It's good. You slept so you about an hour and a half. I was sleeping wonderfully. <laughs> Sorry, pal. You know, three hours nap is plenty. <laughs> uh, was it three hours? Did he sleep for I mean, three, three hours? It was a lot. He was My out God. for a long time. Already. I was yeah. just basking in the sun. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't end up taking a nap. It was so hot in that in that tent today. Yeah. The, tent the heat just got cooking. trapped inside of there. Yeah. There was no airflow, and like you said, I don't know how because all those. Yeah, we had her. We had her wide open. You know, we haven't had to deal with any. Don't say so, that. Um, I was no. smacking some away. Were you? Yeah, yeah, when yeah I was over there editing. Um, yep. You know, the T-I-C-K-S's ain't been too bad. Yeah, no. we, we all use, well, Corey didn't use permethrin, but Brad, Adam and I use permethrin, and so seems to be working. Yeah, so far, no problem. But no. <laughs> then again, Corey didn't have a single tick on him, so, yeah. and he didn't use it, but. Well, that boy don't stop moving, so. Yeah, my yeah that's work. true. <laughs> yeah. Well, we don't, we don't have to make this long-winded or anything. I just wanted to come on here and kind of. Yeah, we yeah, wanted to chat about great. it. Day one, and good Lord, we have had all this to talk about after one day. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We've got I mean, three days left, possibly even maybe, four, if the hunting's good enough. Yep, we might say an extra. If the honeys allow it. Yeah, if the, honey, the honeys don't know yet. <laughs> They'll know after They're this podcast. After this. <laughs> Surprise. <laughs> Surprise. <laughs> oh, God. All right, guys. But we'll probably, we'll, maybe we'll let, uh, let some stories brew for two days and maybe hop back on here yeah, again. Yeah, good idea. Yeah. Um, we I actually mean, we actually have some people we know down here, and I don't know they might be interested in coming and doing a podcast. Maybe talk about what they've been seeing, which yeah. I don't think has been a lot from what they've been telling me. But um, maybe maybe we'll do something like that. So, anyways, thanks for listening, guys, and catch us on the next one. As always, go give us a follow on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, all under Adirondack Bucks and Beyond. We'll see you later. Y'all take care. <laughs>